the scoreline when you looked at it like looks like a hammering. And it was a hammering though. They scored 28 points in about three minutes, and we couldn't stop them. You know, okay, so it was a hammering. But there's, there's different levels of hammerings here. OTB AM, live, weekday mornings from 7.30 on the OTB Sports app. OTB AM. With Gillette, get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Well, I'm delighted to say Limerick legend Joe Quaid is with us now. Joe, good morning to you. How are you getting on? Good morning, Joe. All uh, good. Uh, what's the level of excitement slash fear slash nerves like at the moment for you? Uh, look, it's grand at the moment. I suppose the fact that it's only a two-week build-up, um, it's it's a bit strange uh, in comparison to other years. Um, but what what people forget, Joe, is that uh, I was part of that 45-year uh, heartbreak and wait for the North Island. So um, we won't take anyone for granted, believe me. I was saying as well a little bit earlier on that um, 40,000 last year at the All-Ireland Final, it was a little bit surreal. There was a good atmosphere, but the atmosphere will be absolutely feverish this week in comparison because it's going to be an outpouring. It's going to be a full stadium and there's so much on the line and the game wasn't close last year as well. So you knew by half time that it was a victory. It'll be a little bit different and perhaps a bit more meaningful even this year. Oh, believe me, Joe, every All-Ireland we win is meaningful and uh, I actually hope it turns out the exact same as last year. Believe <laughs> <laughs> um, I think once you hit the 50 mark, you become more cognizant of your heart health and believe me, after being above there in 18 with the last couple of minutes, um, I would gladly take a repeat of last year's All-Ireland. Oh, I don't think it will, be, will happen, but... Uh, yeah, I would gladly take it. Fair enough. Um, one of the things we did want to talk to you specifically about was um, David Reedy's performance. You obviously know him very well. You managed him when he was um, hurling with Kildare. What what kind of a, a character is he that has allowed him to go from that to this, where he was a key man in an Ireland semi-final that was right in the balance? I don't think he's gone from that to this. He was always a talented hurler. I think he was just surplus to John Kiley's requirements in uh 2016 and to be fair when I was with Kildare we were allowed to bring in outside players I didn't want to I was I was against it but our panel was fairly thin on the ground that year um, and the players actually came to me and said can you strengthen up the panel a bit um, so I made inquiries they found out uh, David and his brother Michael were living in Kildare um, so I rang him he said he was surplus to John Kiley's requirements and I said to him look why don't you come up I said uh, and play with us it'll keep your name out there and maybe you might get back into the, the Limerick set up the following year no he was he was phenomenal for us he he just fitted in to the squad unbelievably well and you know what if anything I suppose in bringing a guy of that talent in it upped the level of performance from the, the homegrown Kildare lads because I know they're, they're fierce, proud people up there and they didn't want the Limerick lad coming in a train and giving them a skin and so it kind of, it, it helped on all fronts um, but himself, uh, his brother Mikey and, and John Mulhall coming in as well. Like, I think it was just the quality of players that we got in. Usually it would be players that would be kind of past their sell-by date but to get a, a guy in that was just, was young and was just off a a Limerick senior panel um, was probably unusual and I'd say he's probably the only one ever to, to play with another county and, and
then come back and win an All Ireland again. Well, I, that like I suppose when I was asking from that to this, like he, he had been deemed surplus. So obviously something happened that year that got his love back and and kept him in and kept him interested and and kept him doing the strength and conditioning work that you need to do if you are, are going to be able to rejoin this Limerick panel in particular. Well, the one thing he did say when he was finished with us was that the training that we were doing above Kildare was practically the same as Limerick were doing. Um, so that kept him fit. And it's the same for all second-tier counties, really, that the effort they put in is no different to the top-tier counties um, regards training and pitch sessions and stuff like that. But, look, he's, he's very disciplined. I, I was absolutely thrilled for him the last day. Some days he comes on, he'll hit him with a point, he might hit a wide or two with it. But, by God, was the radar on last week. And, I, and I'd love to claim... Full responsibility for him practicing above in Hawkfield in Newbridge. Uh, that was the reason why. Why not, sure, Joe? We may as well. It's uh, it's all out of final build up. Anything goes until afterwards. Uh, the performance of the team this year has been good, but not great. And it looked like they were missing the influence of Keane Lynch. We're hearing rumours that perhaps he might be gone for the game at the weekend. They've managed this far without him, and yet it would have been amazing if they could have sprung him after not having him because of the hamstring injury up to the final because it, it would have been a couple of weeks before the semi-final and a couple of weeks into the final and who knows how much his eye would have been in so what's your instinct about where the team is without Keane this weekend? Well they're in an all-on final without Keane um, himself and Peter Casey having them come on the last there was a huge boost but I suppose you go back it was David Reedy that stood up to the plate and got the three important scores no will he be a loss Jesus like a holler deer missing um, he's, he's got holler deer twice any team would struggle um, to cope with that but I think John Kiley and the lads have this kind of motto and there's nobody bigger than the team and if Keane can play I'm sure his influence uh, throughout the dressing room and out and the pit will be felt he's just a super guy um, apart from being just one of the most gifted hollers that I've ever seen and worked with he's, he's just capable of doing anything but he will bring something special to the day even if he can't play just by from his presence being around OK off the field you can definitely see how important it would be like, and what a character he is you know there's, there's a, an X factor to him um, on the field what difference would it make not being able to call on him do you think? Well look we, we've, we've tried a few centre forwards there one of the things was it would give Brian Cody a few headaches. Um, like, if you're trying sitting down and trying to plan for a final and you have someone like Keane Lynch on the pitch, at the moment he doesn't know whether he will or he won't have him. Who, who picks him up? Who doesn't pick him up? Will he stop? Won't he stop? Like, the other side of it is, um, I suppose, the rest of the forwards, maybe Gerard Hegarty and, and Tom Morrissey haven't hit the peaks that they have so far in, in the last few years. And I might possibly put that down to the fact that Keen Lynch isn't in there um, pulling the strings and orchestrating all the players. No, to be fair, young Cahill O'Neill was thrown in at the deep end against Waterford when Keen came off. Like, for a young fellow to go in, you'd say, OK, shove him in wing forward, shove one of the more experienced guys in, in centre forward. But I remember that night inside Nimerick. He was looking for every puck out of Nicky Quaid. He wasn't afraid to shoot. Um, you know, you have the option of putting Kyle Hayes in there. 
he won in All Ireland in eighteen at centre forward at Young Hollow the year there. So we're not short on on replacements, but what we certainly don't have in no other team in the country um has is is a wizard like Keen Lynch that can just unlock teams in the space of a couple of players. Yeah, so you, you, you've got a plan for something entirely different if you don't have him. The, the performance of Kyle Hayes uh, down the stretch in the semi-final as well was absolutely sensational and there's something magnificent about him in full flight. You know, we, we've seen him running onto the ball from deep. You know, you think of the Munster final last year against Tipperary in the second half, that incredible goal. But um, And then this year it looked like it was going to be a totally different year from in the full forward line and then all of a sudden as the season goes on we're like actually uh, centre forward with him finding a little bit of space it's a completely different challenge that uh, he faces or that he poses for Kilkenny um, how do you think it'll match up if, if he does drop deep and start running onto the ball with Richie Reid's desire to kind of hold centre well that's the game plan they come up with and, and they want uh, one Kyle dropping deep I can guarantee you one thing there won't, there won't be any ball driven straight down the middle down on top of Richie Reid Um I suppose Limerick's game plan has been flood the middle area and work the ball through, deliver good quality ball into, into the inside forward line. Um, <clears throat> I suppose Alan Galan was on fire the last day. I think four out of the other six forwards were, were taken off um, and we still were able to get over the line. Um, so I don't think anybody can really rest in their laurels. To me, there's a few lads that, that need to... Uh, step up their performance and will want to step up their performance they would have been disappointed um, there's probably a lot of the markers that John and the lads have laid down that weren't hit in the semi-final but I suppose look the last two All-Irelands Limerick have saved their best performance of the year for the finals um, which is great so you'd be hoping that they've timed their run right again everyone was giving out about them in the league but they're gone but John and the lads timed their, their run to championship perfectly. I, I, I can't see why we would doubt them timing their run to the, the All-Ireland final perfectly as well. Talk to me about Nicky's influence on the team. You, you know, you said there, for one thing for sure, he won't be banging ball down on, on Richie Reid. We know that for sure. Um, his evolution as a goalkeeper has been a, a key turning point in the team you know like if if you're going to play the game that Limerick want to play you need somebody who is intensely accurate and very focused on accuracy from the puck out and he is as good as there's ever been at that Absolutely yeah. I, I suppose you've two of the best goalkeepers ever to play the game out on show um, on Sunday you've Owen Murphy is probably the top shot stopper in the game um, and Nicky is probably the best just distributor of the ball in the game like how a goalkeeper in, in matches can find wing forwards uh, centre forwards midfielders in 20, 30, 40 yards of space is just phenomenal um, I, I don't know in my day it was get it as far away as possible uh, as you can goals, but he, he's just become the conductor of the orchestra and if you watch him when he's ready to take puck outs he'll never hit one unless there's a purpose to it or it's going to a specific place sometimes balls go out over the line from his puck out I wouldn't be too surprised if that was there was nothing on and he, they do that on purpose so that they're on the field and they get the reset 
um, and and force the oppositions to make a make a play. But uh, he's just been he's just been phenomenal. It's actually sickening at times. John. He makes it look so bloody easy. Um, uh, it's just come so naturally to him. He's he's just such a laid back character and one thing. As a goalkeeper, I suppose it's great to have as an inner self confidence, and he has to have that. He's just been phenomenal. Uh, I, I suppose he hasn't really, in my opinion, and I'd be totally biased on this. Probably the individual accolades I think he deserved. Um, I think the game has changed down through the years, and your the main focus of the of the goalkeeper is not now shot stopping, which it was in my day. No, it's it's the whole package, and I and I don't think um, does anybody challenge um, him on that front. To be honest, what is it about his puck outs? So, uh, what what when he's in goals, and is it that there's so much practice done with the forwards who are making the runs? Uh, is it that he's actually able to spot the shape of the run? at just the right time to release so that he knows that by the time the ball lands the run that started as I was making my run as the goalkeeper to puck the ball out that these two things in parallel are going to release somebody into space how does that work? I presume it's just repetitive 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 the training um, I remember talking to one of the players last year after the final and I was just talking about Nicky Tim and he said if you point you point there he said for the ball he said, you better be there because the ball will arrive. Um, you know, so I presume it's it's a massive understanding between them. Um, but he's just so confident as well on shot puck outs. Like we've, we've seen, I suppose, nearly more blunders in goals this year than I've ever seen in a championship. And it's something that you you won't, you won't be able to see, I think, on Sunday with the, with the two best keepers in the country. Um, there, but he's just so accurate, it, and he doesn't do panic. If you look back and you see your goalkeeping keeper panicking, or if you see indecision, um, I think I think he makes a call when he has the ball in his hand. You watch him; he's constantly looking up. He'll wait. He'll wait. He'll wait. If it's on quick, he'll get it out quick, and that's, that's something Kilkenny will really have to watch. I think um, because while Mikey Butler will probably be put on Galan. Um to be honest if you're five Mikey Butlers um, marking on Galan and Limerick get a quick restart and get a long ball in in front of Galan Galan is unmarkable in my opinion you put proper ball in front of him he's unmarkable because he hits the ball off his off his left off his right over his shoulder and even if you're touched tight up his back you can't get across to knock him down so to me, Nicky's quick restarts are nearly as important as, as his long balls into space. Because if he gets the ball out in two or three seconds after uh, it going, going wide or that, um, puts it into Barry Nash or one of the lads, Jeremy Burns, that can just ping ball, they'll take half the Kilkenny team out of the equation and then you're down on a, on a one-on-one situation and... To be honest, I don't think there's anybody that can hold like the him on his day. No. And as was proven in the in the Munster final, if you do hold him to a couple of points, you have the likes of Seamus Fredigan, who was off the pace, I suppose, after a, a blistering start the last day. Um 
he popped in with eight points the day of a Munster final. So and then you have to look at you have Peter Casey, who possibly will start or come off the bench, who was in nine for men in a match in last year's All Ireland um, after only twenty minutes. With yeah, five points. I, I just to last bit um, about Nicky. We had Tommy Walsh in studio yesterday, and in fairness, in, in terms of giving credit. He remembered the Ireland semi-final against Cork, and I've, I've just looked up the video to make sure I get this correct. It's one twenty-six apiece. There's seventy-two minutes on the clock, four minutes of stoppage time being played, and the ball falls to Seamus Harnley on the edge of the square, and he has it thrown up to tap it into the back of the net to win the game for Cork to stop what was going on with Limerick, to stop the notion of them being one of the greatest teams of all time, to halt them in their tracks, and out of nowhere. Nicky comes flying and just knocks the ball away. Ball game goes to extra time. Limerick win, win the All Ireland, and this whole thing starts. So I think, you know, I think everybody does understand that without him, this wouldn't be, this wouldn't exist. Well, that wasn't even to stop us in our tracks, job because we hadn't even got on the, on the railroad yet. Um, you know, um, we were just making progress. I suppose we'd finished, I think, third in Munster that year, from my recollection. Um, we got to the semi final. Barely got over Kilkenny in the quarter final. Um, to be honest, if I think it was Robbie O'Flynn hit the ball in, if Robbie O'Flynn had put the ball over the bar, that yeah, um, I think we were beaten. Um, but that's Nicky's, I suppose, from years of playing out the field. Um, Nicky's a hurler. I wouldn't call him a, a goalkeeper or an outfield player. Nicky is just uh, just a supreme, sublime, silky hurler. Um, with a great hand in him, great skill level, and and the greatest part of all is his decision making. Like he could have come out that day and thrown his body in front of it, which is probably what I would have done and got a belt of it. Um, but he kept his eye on the ball all the time. He was watching it. Um, no, Donald O'Grady from Cork. I don't know whether it was his bitterness or what was coming through. He said it wasn't the save; it was a flick. So if you're inside in goals and you prevent a goal, to me it's a save. Um, you know, and and that was really probably the pivotal moment in this Limerick people's journey. It started there. It, you know, it, it Cork wasn't trying to knock us off the rails. As I said, we hadn't been even on the track, but that got us on the track. The All Ireland kept us going down the line, and and to be fair, it's a train that uh, Barkley Guinea in nineteen. Nobody has able to to derail. It's an unstoppable juggernaut now, and we'll see what happens at the weekend. Well, I, I, I disagree with that, Joe. Uh, there's been many a good train and many a good ship that has sank that said they were indestructible. Um, so, look, we'd we'll, we'd be going up with with massive hope. Um, I know you. I was watching Heritage this morning, and uh, he's probably going to come on now and tell uh, Limerick are massive favourites and Kilkenny are the big underdogs and all that. So if you believe that, you'll believe anything. Um, Kilkenny never go into a match thinking they're underdogs. Um, no, the only worry I have, Jory, is I've always had. I'm not a betting man, but I always said if I was ever back against Kerry or in football or Kilkenny in Hurling in All Islands, but. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that I'm wrong that one. Well, we'll see. Joe, great spending some time with you this morning. Thanks a million. That was lovely. Cheers. No matter. Thanks, John. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.